Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Uh, friends, happy, happy December, Advent, Merry Christmas. I love this time of year. Not only, not only are we celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, but the National Western Stock Show is only three weeks away. It's coming up very, very quickly. I just bought my tickets. I'm so excited. It's rodeo time here in Colorado. Uh, pretty soon we're going to have all these cows going right down the center of Denver. Jamie, have you ever been a part of that? Where Have you ever seen that where they drive in all the cattle down the streets of Denver? I have not. That's coming I feel like I'm up. Missing out. I think it's coming up. I think it's the first week of January, right around the start of the National Western Stock Show. So I'm a big rodeo fan. Everyone. Is it, they kind of asked me about the cowboy hat. Why did I get into this? Why do I support it? Not only do we live on a little ranch, a little goat ranch, but uh, I found that the the Western lifestyle embraces the culture and the values that we talk about all the time. And that's why I get so excited about it. These are people that love faith, family, freedom, and things uh, like that. And so National Western Stock Show coming up here very soon. Friends, welcome. If this is your first time listening to us, my name is Jeff Hunt. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation, running the board for us. Michael Deadshot, Arpaio, he never misses. He gets it right every time. We're going to lose him. He's going to go up to the big leagues before you know it, and we're going to have to uh, ask him to remember our names. He's a great producer. Jamie Urker, the mighty one, director of communications at the Centennial Institute, joining us here as well. Hey, we cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We're thankful we're not getting all the government we're paying for. A little cowboy wisdom we always like to start with. Are you ready for this, Jamie? Oh, yeah. Life is simpler if you plow around the stump true (laughs) (laughs) some good western wisdom i know uh, many of our college students are going into finals it's a crazy time of year with that big stump sticking out of the field there it's a little simpler to just plow around it sometimes (laughs) hey on our show very honored to have diane aces high Ferraro. Now, Diane, you didn't know that you were getting a Western name when you came on our show, but now you have an official Western name. You can put that under your cowboy hat. Diane, aces high. Ferraro, CEO of Save the Storks. We're going to have a conversation about the environment. No, we're not. People think we do when when we talk about Save the Storks. This is such a great idea to brand a pro-life organization, Save the Storks. And I've heard the history and the story behind that. But people, you know, especially on the left, go, yes, all right, we're going to go out there and save the storks. And then you remind them we're going to save something far more valuable than storks. We do like storks, but... uh, human beings have infinite more value than animals do and uh but this is a great pro-life organization very very important in the state of colorado because gosh uh it is not going well for those of us that believe in the sanctity of life diane is a lifelong pro-life advocate largely because of her own story she was adopted as a baby after her mother chose life for her she is passionate about ensuring that a mother's decision for life is not where those in the pro-life movement end the relationship, but rather is the beginning of a partnership. She's got all this great background, VP of marketing, 1-800-WEDDING, director of marketing at the Shane Company. If you grew up in Colorado, you know those ads and you know that voice. 
director of marketing for that company. She was chief communications officer for Save the Storks for two years. Now the CEO. Diane, thanks so much for being on the show. Jeff and Jamie, thank you for having me. And I love my new Western name. I'm going to make a T-shirt with that. So I'm excited <laughs> about that. So, yes, I, I'm so grateful to be on here. And what a perfect time as we're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And we really reflect on, you know, what his mother Mary went through when she found out she was pregnant. And she had that time to really, you know, process that she was bringing in the, the Savior of the world and she listened to the voice of God. And this is what the problem is in our country, and sadly in our state of Colorado, is women are being rushed into abortion. They're not mm -hmm. giving that time to pause. They're not giving that time to really make a choice. You know, Planned Parenthood says they're all about choice and, you know, women's rights and women's health care. Those are all lies, Jeff. We, we know that they're lying to women. They're lying to men. And women don't have a choice when they walk into Planned Parenthood. They don't have a choice when they see an ad. Um, you know, when they're doing a Google search, they're being pushed into abortion and it's all a money making machine and it's a death machine and it's tragic. And that's why I'm so grateful you're, you're allowing us to talk about Save the Storks right now at this perfect time of year when more women than ever are coming to Colorado to get abortions. Women are being paid as much as $4,000 from their employers to come over state lines, fly into Denver airport and get an abortion. They call it abortion tourism, and it makes me sick, and it just breaks my heart. You have that uh, tourism combined with drug tourism, combined with yeah. crime tourism, it feels like. You can come here into Colorado and commit a crime, and you're going to get in trouble. Colorado's in a rough spot. Uh, tell us, Save the Storks, wh wh what is this organization? Why'd you cr why are you a part of it, and why was it created, and what is it doing? Yeah, Jeff. So Save the Storks was founded back in 2012. So we're finishing up our 10th anniversary celebration. And it was created to provide women with an option to choose life. And Save the Storks is best known for our mobile medical units. We have these awesome vehicles. We call them vessels of divine deliverance, just like Noah had his ark and baby Moses was rescued in that little basket when his mother pushed him down the river to spare his life. We call our mobile medical units modern-day vessels of divine deliverance. And what these do is these go out to the streets, they go out to Planned Parenthood, they go to college campuses in front of bars and places where young people will hang out. And we invite women to step on a stork bus to have a free ultrasound, to have free pregnancy tests. We offer free STS, um, STD testing as well. And we really want women to know what's happening, you know, what, know what's going on in their life when they are active um, outside of marriage, um, perhaps with a boyfriend or, you know, doing what young people sadly do a lot of times. And when they find themselves in an unplanned pregnancy, we are there meeting them with a free ultrasound. We show the woman her baby moving on the large screen inside the state-of-the-art unit. We let, her, we let her hear her baby's heartbeat. These are things that sadly Planned Parenthood does not allow. So again, we want women to know the truth when they are pregnant. We want them to know the truth about parenting options and uh, options for adoption. They're only being told about abortion and the stork bus goes out on the road to tell women that they have a beautiful choice. They have the option for real choice. And we want to let life happen on these mobile medical units. And you mentioned our name and it is off-putting and we do sometimes have um, liberals come up and say, oh, save the storks, I love it. I didn't know storks needed to be helped. Well, then we have that opportunity to change the conversation and say, you know, well, we love storks too, but we, we love moms who are carrying babies even more. And that's why we need to bring awareness to, to this matter. And 
you know, it's it's definitely become an issue that, you know, the left versus the right, but we we want all human beings, you know, this great country of ours, we want everyone to be pro-life, whether you're Democrat or Republican, because why why should anyone be opposed to the life of a baby being born? It's just, it's silly that we even have to exist as a ministry, but we do, and we, to date we've saved over 11,000 lives, and we've served over really 33,000 when you can count the moms and the dads who are part of our, our ministry efforts. We're reaching reaching these people. We're changing hearts and minds, Jeff, and it's an honor and a privilege, and we're definitely working on God's calling on each of our lives who are part of this ministry. 11,000 lives. I mean, it, <laughs> I think when we all start out as young people, we want to make a difference in this world. It's a passion. We work with college students. We talk about this all the time. They have this excitement and passion to want to go out and change the world. 11,000 lives saved. And when you think about all those lives that are now going to have families and then children and then additional children and generations that are going to come from that, that's way more than just 11,000 people. I mean, just think think of the impact Moses had, right? One baby saved uh, out of the Pharaoh's efforts to destroy the Hebrew people uh, and the impact he's had since then. So uh, this is wonderful work. We're talking with Diane Aces High, her new Western nickname, Ferraro, CEO of Save the Storks. If you haven't heard of them, go to savethestorks.com. Get a chance to learn more about the work that they're doing. And we're going to continue this conversation because I want to get into what Colorado is facing right now. The pro-life movement legislatively legally is essentially devastating the state of Colorado. There's any effort to promote a pro-life agenda ballot initiative can't really get past 30, 35% vote. Uh, the, the late term abortion ban did much better. It got a little bit further, but elected officials who support abortion are getting elected uh, as a primary issue. I mean, it's, it's, it's an important issue to the voters of Colorado and they're choosing to support pro-choice legislators as opposed to pro-life legislators. So that route to try to save lives doesn't seem to be successful for the pro-life community in the state of Colorado. And I'm going to talk to Diane a little bit about what we can do on the ground, because she's right. We're going to have women flying into Colorado to have abortions. They're going to be paid by their employers. They're going to be paid by these, quote, nonprofits. They're going to be paid by groups like Planned Parenthood to fly in and to have this procedure done that results in the death of an innocent human life. And so what do we do for those of us that are convicted by this issue? Do we run out there and do another ballot initiative? Maybe we've spent time, energy, and money to try to do that, but it doesn't seem to be successful. Or are there things that we can be doing in the state of Colorado that will actually save lives? We're going to continue this conversation when we come back. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado. Colorado Christian University. We are CCU's Christian conservative public policy think tank, working to enhance public understanding of the most important issues related to faith, family, and freedom. If you've ever heard of the Heritage Foundation, we're kind of Colorado's version of the Heritage Foundation, and we're trying to make a difference for Christ and for conservatism in the state of Colorado. So uh, listen to our podcast. We've had a, a whole list of great thinkers. If you go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com, you can listen to those conversations there. But we're going to be right back. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour. 